when international cooperation is most needed to guard against global terrorism, radcons are turning their backs on the rest of the world, often treating it with contempt. They believe America has enough wealth and power to go it alone, so they launch preemptive wars and occupy nations they deem hostile. When we need to be especially vigilant to protect American freedoms at home, radcons would prefer to stifle dissent and restrict civil liberties. In all these respects, there's a clear alternative to radical conservatism. It's a bold new liberalism properly defined. Such liberalism is more urgently needed than ever to stop abuses of power and unconstrained greed at the highest reaches of America, to prevent this nation from becoming a two-tiered society comprising a few who are very rich and a majority who are barely making it, and to unite the world effectively against terrorism and hate. We live in an era when liberalism, a great and essential tradition, is mocked and its meaning grossly distorted. Radical conservatives have made a point of doing so, akin to demonizing an enemy during war. They've depicted liberalism as a caricature of the 60s left. It's the equivalent, in their lexicon, to moral laxity and sexual permissiveness. It means taxes on the middle class in order to spend money on the undeserving poor. It's caricatured as the creed of blame America first pacifists who hate this country and don't want to use force against our murderous terrorist enemies. They call liberals effete and elite, traitors and scoundrels, and blame their naive, soft-hearted generosity and permissiveness for everything that's gone wrong with America. So Radcons say over and over again. In fact, liberalism is not at all the cartoon version of the 60s left that the Radcons accuse it of being. The liberal tradition is directly relevant to the challenges America faces today. The classical liberal ideas that emerged in the 17th and 18th centuries and germinated in American soil sought for the first time in human history to improve the well-being of all people, not just the rich and the privileged. Liberalism has stood for an economic system that betters the lives of average working people and for a democracy that gives voice to the little guy. That liberal tradition animated American abolitionists of the 19th century who fought against slavery. It inspired suffragettes who demanded that women have the right to vote. And it motivated civil rights workers who put their lives on the line for equal rights. American liberalism has also functioned like a balance wheel, saving capitalism from its worst excesses. It moved reformers at the turn of the last century to stand firm against monopolies and political corruption. It inspired progressives to battle for safety, health, and food and drug regulations. In the wake of the great crash of 1929, it led new dealers to regulate banking and clean up Wall Street. As the Depression deepened, it prompted them to create social security, unemployment insurance, and a minimum wage, rather than resort to European-style socialism. The same liberal spirit aroused labor leaders to fight for better pay and working conditions for average working people, and it animated public work spending to put millions of Americans back to work. Those who see in liberalism a flaccid pacifism either don't know history or seek to distort it. Liberals have always stood in sharp opposition to fanaticism and violence and against religious bigotry, totalitarianism, and national zealotry. Liberal ideals inspired Americans to confront Hitler's fascism and Soviet totalitarianism, not only with our military might, but also with our moral clarity about the sanctity of human life. In contrast to the 
us-versus-them swagger of radcons. Liberals understand our interdependence. They've held to the goal of an international community. After World War II, they created the United Nations and international economic institutions. They relied on collective security against Soviet aggression. They pioneered a system of international law and human rights. And it is liberals who again and again have championed decency and tolerance in civic life, in sharp opposition to demagogues who've demonized opponents and blamed the weak for what ails the nation. These ideals, this profound insistence that Americans are all in it together, this search for practical reforms to make democracy and the economy work better for average people, this bulwark against bigotry and fanaticism, this smart internationalism, this demand for decency and tolerance, this is the true robust liberalism.